Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. Nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. 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 You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome, Metalheads, to the first album review of 2023. I'm Xander. Today, we are going to be talking about the brand new album from German funeral doom metal band Ahab, titled The Coral Tombs, which was released on January 13th via Napalm Records. Even though it seems like only yesterday, I was introduced to this band over a decade ago when I first heard the song The Hunt from the band's debut, The Call of the Wretched Sea. That 11-minute masterpiece is truly a work of art, along with pretty much every song this group has ever recorded. It has been a long time coming, so I finally pre-ordered a shirt for this band and the new album on both CD and cassette. I own all of Ahab's CDs, and, spoiler alert, this album is more than worthy to be a part of that collection. For those of you who don't know, Captain Ahab was the lead protagonist in the classic book Moby Dick by Herbin Melville. All of Ahab's lyrics are either about Moby Dick, the White Whale, or other forms of literature involving something nautical or ocean-related. In preparation for this review, not only did I re-listen to the band's entire discography, but I listened to the audiobook of Moby Dick to further understand the lore. As it turns out, I listened to the wrong audiobook in preparation for this because, according to the Metal Archives, The Coral Tombs is a concept album based on the book 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Jules Verne. Looks like I still have a little bit of homework left to do. Normally, I am very picky when it comes to this subgenre of metal. Doom metal has never been a favorite of mine, however, I do make very few exceptions for the extraordinary acts. Ahab is actually the very first funeral doom metal band that I ever got into. With that being said, it is time we talk about the first epic release of 2023. The first single for this album was Colossus of the Liquid Graves. Napalm Records uploaded that claymation music video that gives us a motion picture glance of the album cover. Needless to say, I was every bit as impressed as I thought I would be. Ahab is one of those bands that succeed in thoroughly pleasing fans due to them sticking to the same formula while only adding minor changes to the song structures. It is a truly genius method of keeping listeners entertained. The song features its familiar clean singing heard in previous records, and it continues to be refreshing, especially since the band's eight-year hiatus since 2015's The Boats of Glen Carrig. The main guitar riff provides us with an earworm of a winding hook. This song also brilliantly showcases the vocal talent of Sir Daniel Droste. His slow, monstrous bellows complement the atmosphere of this incredibly haunting soundtrack. A lyrical video was released right after for the first song on the album titled Prof Anaronix's Descent into Vast Oceans. It begins with a bombastic crescendo of fast, heavy, and aggressive death metal, only to slow down drastically into the dragon funeral doom that we all know and love. But this song has another surprise up its sleeve. The song features the German black metal band Ulfa, although it's not exactly clear when they show up. 
If Amazon Music hadn't have told me that, I would have never known, and I would have thought that it was just all Ahab. Either way, I enjoyed the song regardless. The day this album was released, the band would put out their second music video for this album titled Mobilis and Mobley, which would show the band boarding a ship and then playing a live set aboard. Musically, the song is everything one could come to expect from Ahab, beginning with the earth-rumbling vocal delivery, but during the halfway mark, the sound leads into a sudden tempo change as the guitarist Chris Hector gives us some soft string plucking while the rest of the band comes to a screeching halt. Daniel eventually adds to Chris's picking with some quiet pitch harmonics before the drums and bass returns to pick up where the band left off. This time, Daniel and the drummer Cornelius Althammer, who is also the backup singer, both begin their chanting style of cleans. This is a not-so-surprising great mix with the slow death metal guitar chugging slams. It works so well as the last breakdown of the song, which hits us hard with the harsh vocals triumphantly concluding the track. Next we have the song The Sea as a Desert, which has a very bizarre opening. It's difficult to describe the tuning of the guitar aside from the fact that it sounds mysterious. But it is here where I must address my first and only critique with this album. There are a lot of times throughout this record where it feels like the clean singing tends to slightly overstay its welcome. These types of baritone operatic singing voices are great for the depressing vibe, but at the same time, it is good in moderation. Unfortunately, this song in particular falls flat because the majority of the song is clean singing. This is the one track that I would remove from the album, as I feel like it is not really out of place, but drags on for far too long. The length is another buzzkill clocking in at almost 11 minutes. You feel every second of that because it just drones on and on, adding to the one hour and four minute runtime. However, the album quickly redeems itself with the following album title track, A Coral Tomb. Easily my favorite song on this record. It would fit like a glove on this album with its slow and simple riff at 50 BPM drum speed along with the occasional crash cymbal. It's a snare and kick drum pattern that can be played on the minimalist of kits, but is still quite effective. 60% harsh vocals with a soft and soothing yet short and eerie and mournful singing section. Agri Somnia treats us to an acoustic guitar sound in the most dark and gloomy way possible. It takes a while for the creature-esque harsh vocals to kick in, but when they do, you feel the impact reverberate through your bones. Speaking of vibrations, there are definitely some audible bass lines played by Stefana Wandernoth. Hats off to the sound engineers at Rama Studios for flawlessly mixing this record. I can always appreciate great sound quality. The final track, The Maelstrom, features the band Esoteric. Both guest features on this album don't really make their presence noticeable, although I can tell when they showed up for the background vocals toward the song's dreary end. If you're looking for a meditative music listening experience, find time during your day to put some good quality earbuds in and play this album front to back without stopping. This would be especially good on a gray-skied rainy day. So how would I rate this album? I would tell you that it is almost a masterpiece. I say almost because of my minor issues with the amount of clean singing knocks this one down a couple points, but other than that, it is definitely worthy of high praise and a killer start to the year 2023. With all things considered, I'm going to give Ahab, The Coral Tombs, a solid and well-deserved 9 out of 10. Be sure to show your support for Ahab by following them on social media and buying their merch from the Napalm Records store. You can listen to their music on all platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Bandcamp, and YouTube.